Welcome to the Consciousness Anywhere and Everywhere podcast. I am Shannon O'Hara and I invite you to a completely new world of possibilities. Welcome everybody. How does it get better than this? Hello, all you beautiful people living your amazing lives around the world. I hope you're happy today. We are going to explode into a beautiful possibility of consciousness and change. I'm joined by the beautiful Merline Wolfsing, whose last name I'm so sorry. I'm so bad with your last name. Wolfsing. We'll sing. Thank you. Beautiful. Marlene, Merlin and I have been friends for years. Um, Merlin is an access consciousness facilitator from the Netherlands. And today we're going to talk about viruses, the virus of consciousness, viruses of change, how that impacts us as societies and different ways that we can all get more conscious in this area. Merlin has been gracious enough to come on here, and I am so grateful. Merlin has been diagnosed as HIV positive for over a decade now. So he has a very unique insight for how to live with a virus that is considered, let's face it, very socially unacceptable. And we're seeing a lot of social insanity going on around the viral threat on the planet right now. So Merlin, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Shannon. I'm so stoked to um, have this conversation or finally have it because it seems to be it's time now to, um, you know, add some more magic to this whole reality. So where would you like to begin this conversation? Um, Well, you know, just looking at the whole um, reality around um, viruses and what that creates. between people and between bodies or, you know, just for an individual with um, having to do with this reality. For more than 10 years ago, after getting diagnosed with HIV, um, you know, I was, it was almost like I felt like being the only one that has like a red body in between all these blue and green bodies, you know, like danger, 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 danger. Yeah. Uh, watch out. Don't come close to me because, you know, I will, I will kill you basically. Right. So that was like my prime point of view. And um, yeah, tried a whole lot of, um, or tried out a whole lot of, things that you know could possibly also you know change HIV and all of that and you know in the end or eventually finding out about the access tools which basically <laughs> like saved my life in um first psychologically and mm-hmm. then uh created the, a whole lot more possibilities you know for me my body and basically like like all like being creative with all the realities you, you get to do with you know, um, in this world, if it's about a virus. And now if you look around us, like everyone's like having the danger, 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 (laughs) you know, either don't come close to me or, you know, I won't come close to you. So, um, and you know, there's a whole lot of fighting amongst people and points of view. And, you know, what I've just found is like, what, what a gift it is to live beyond conclusion with this Mm -hmm. whole viral reality. Right. So that's a beautiful segue because I was actually going to ask you to expand on uh, more of you stated a few a minute ago that the access tools really saved you psychologically. 
when you were really like really struggling with everything that goes along with being positive virally. So can you talk about that a little bit more? How did, how did the tools help? What did they help with? Um, Yeah, totally, totally. You know what? Living in the, on planet earth, (laughs) I would say as a space being uh, with a body, I, I, I went from, you know, going to being to like, like space being because we're energy space and consciousness. And, you know, when you're, like just so aware of the world around you all of a sudden having or getting the diagnose of hiv it just opens up boom this whole realm Mm. of i would say all the fixed realities that are already um living around you know living with hiv or something you know so that was a burden (laughs) in my head in my body it made me tired it made me want to kill myself it made me you know want to do all sorts of things because so much that of that reality has to do with panic fright uh debt um and you know and so on definitely so you know and then living and being persistent or tenacious and like oh god like i don't even want this uh and how the heck did it even show up in here i could not even bring it home sexually to be quite honest um like like why did i get this you know like that's always the question it's like why me why me and um when i like i know the first access seminar i ever heard was um by dr dan here and was diligently kind of like uh put into my world by my mom um and I rejected it for, I would say, about <laughs> four times because I thought mm. Pock and Pod sounded way too weird and who does this belong to didn't really click in because I was so full with all the fixed points of view. Mm. Then she managed one time to, you know, uh, like, like, like there's so much up around, you know, this reality. If you ask people now, like, what is up for you? It's like there's all this, all this fear madness and fear mongering and that was exactly the same what was up for me 10 years ago or 11 years ago and then trying to also live a life be 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 productive and stuff and then she actually managed to run the clearing statement <laughs> when i was in the middle of a frenzy and i was like was that was that that thing that i didn't want you to use on me and i was like she was like uh yeah like oh well all right then so then it was we just rounded up the conversation i went to the supermarket and i was like where did my misery go i just felt this release wow. that wow. i that i didn't like 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 i all of a sudden there was space and i was my yeah. head had cleared up i felt my back free up like all this stuckness like all these points of view had gathered you know <laughs> created whatever they created in my head, my body, like I couldn't see clear anymore. I would just be in like full mode panic all the time. And it had just dissipated. So I was after like, she did the clearing statement, after just once? she, yeah, after she ran it once. And Whoa. I, I was in the supermarket. I can, I can remember me walking in. I was like, what the, what? And so then I went out. It was like, mom, what did she just do? I feel <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't stop laughing. And then she was like, wow. well, I, are you ready for more? And then she sent me the seminar of Dane. 
which he had bought from one of the summits he had um, attended. And she was so, you know, my mom was always looking for, you know, tools for me to, you know, deal with the world. Because, you know, I would say like, you know, being like (laughs) an open, an open radio receiver, which, you know, it's like it's most of most of us, we just have powers and abilities that are a not empowered and b we cannot really fathom and c is like getting into that just usually amps up you know everything that is so the what that that had been like i would say working all along because you know what are we here for now acknowledging is like you know might be here to also bring some more consciousness to the planet and so then you know i started listening to the to 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 the to that seminar and basic tools like the clearing statement, puck and pod, and who does this belong to, and light and heavy. And I had felt happy for the past, I would say, like two years right. going through all of this. So all of a sudden, there was like this this light and this goosebump sensation. And um, then when something would come up, either a feeling, you know, or... I would say like more a contracted energy, which is usually we identify as a feeling or a thought or something that I, that would have me spin down in, you know, in a, in a, in a downward spiral or, you know, get me all demoned up or something. I would ask the question, who does this belong to? And if it lightened up, it meant like, Hey, well, yeah, who, who does, who does this belong to? So, you know, so that took care of, so much of the tiredness that I was supposed to have around HIV, basically all the basic psychological complaints that an HIV patient should have. So that was already so beyond, like mm. just having these couple of tools, you know, in my in my in my in my tool belt, you know, when I would run into something that mm, either because I started I'd really identifying the, the energies which I would use to call feelings. Um, and I would start using the clearing statement just to free me and my body up. And it just changed my whole life in three days. I went from killing myself to like, from, from like not wanting to be alive to, wow, who does this belong to? And now what is possible? Because apparently there's still this viral <laughs> reality, whatever that is, or I have this virus, yeah. you know, within my body. Um, what else is possible there? But that was like the first trend of me actually, you know, being empowered and getting like, yeah, more happy. Right. Right. And your story is like, your, your story is not unique. I mean, I know many, many people who had had, who have had a very similar experience of really lightening up really quickly. Um, I don't think my story is exactly like that. I didn't really have like a, I'm heavy and dying. And then five minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> sorry to the universe. Mine was a bit more gradual. Yeah. But so you've been really effectively living this very, I think I like to think of your life as sort of this parallel reality where you're living life just like everybody, but you're sort of living life on this other path which is with a diagnosed infectious infection which makes which just on that alone you're like put society puts you like in the shitter you're like oh 
you're infected. You're in the you're in the bad yeah. group, you know. Of, yeah. And then so that's what's being used right now, which we're seeing obviously like around the world is this this thing of safety and the virus yeah. is really, yeah. really bad. And if you have yeah. it, you're really, really bad and you're gonna yeah. kill everybody. And yeah. So that that way of thinking, that that thing about that you're a problem, your body is a problem, your body is sick, it has is really what I would say is like used to control the narrative yeah. and really control the situation. And it was really interesting. I was listening to my husband and I are currently on a road trip right now and we're in Germany, but we were listening to this really long three hour uh, presentation that a doctor named Zach Bush did. And I'll link it in the show notes below, but he's basically, he's this extremely smart guy and he, I love his stuff. He's really, really educated, really, really smart, but he's been, I've been listening to him all the way along about what's been going on, like since early last year. Um, and he did, he talked a lot about viruses and I didn't realize that viruses, there's actually like, so viruses in the micro world. So there's the bacteria, funguses and viruses and viruses are essential for life on earth. And there are viruses in all of our bodies and in the earth, in the ocean, in all natural matter that actually inform your cells. And then your cells start duplicating the information from the virus. And it, when I looked at it like that, I was like, wow, that's really, that's really interesting. So viruses don't have an energy source of their own, but they connect basically to the cells and the cells replicate the information from the virus. Yeah. And, and the HIV virus is actually prevalent in, there are, he said something super interesting in this talk. And if any of you guys have the patience and want to get really educated, I highly recommend um, digesting a lot of Zach Bush's information. Um, but essentially he was saying that there are people who test positive for the HIV virus who show no symptoms, who ha are not contagious. Who So this virus actually exists. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to talk about how that relates to the current coronaviruses and the yeah. SARS and da, 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 da. But it's, it's taking a much more holistic, natural approach and recognizing what viruses actually are. And then recognizing that the way to treat them is through environmental awareness. A lot of viruses become really uh, unmanageable biologically in polluted environments. And that's where we're seeing a lot of the highest infection cases currently are in really polluted places in China and in places where they use a lot of glyphosate, which is, you know, has been going on since World War II. It's a, like a, like a, chemical war weapon that they turned into like a fertilizer it's like basically yep. like effing us all up so, <laughs> so it's just it's it's information and yeah. like you stated actually to me before we started recording you said a bunch of brilliant stuff just about how there's just so much there's so many like people with so many conflicting points of view and that's why I, when we got on here i was like a little bit like wow what direction are we going to take with this because i don't want to just be more people giving another opinion you know, like yeah. people just don't need more opinions about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you look at, you know, one of the, like, I would say with this whole reality, like as an infinite being, like if you even like, like what are the possibilities and what can you actually create and what's actually the gift in this uh, showing up? Like, I didn't have that question when I got diagnosed, like, like that, which turned me into like a dark rabbit hole, but there was always this desire for for something else for something greater there was a desire to change and like like having something like this like 
seemingly thrown into a lap, you know, that I actualized the situation of, you know, getting an HFE positive diagnosis. And now, now looking at, you know, all the way that, that, that tests are being done and run, it's like, I wonder, wow, how much are we actually the creators of what shows up in our bodies? However, that being said, if our point of view creates reality, um, like it's so easy, like what you said also just a, a couple of minutes ago, Shannon, like just having, receiving information um like our our brains at least my brain was so wired it would just cling on to everything mm. and would actually solidify it into my world and into my way of thinking and communicating with the world and um so it creates all these you know i would say rational fixed points of view but also these energetic fixed points of view which is you know going to be the reality like for example like you know like in I would say in my case, like, you know, it's a lot, it's, it's, it's a, you know, a chronic disease. You won't ever get rid of it. You will have to like take this medication. Maybe there may be the cure. I, we don't know. There's always, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know in medical reality, which I, now I can really fully acknowledge. It's like, oh yeah, that's a really good stick to like beat the dog with, you know, but anyway, um, you know, in, in honor of, of all, of all doctors, you know, you have doctors and doctors, like you, like the same way you have you you have you have police cops you know that is um, it's um, called it's called all sorts they come in all shapes yeah. forms and sizes yeah exactly exactly so you know um, what is the gift in this like I really like to go with anything because ever since I started you know like I didn't even start at my access business because I wanted to be a facilitator like I really kind of like. It was like, live or die, you know? <laughs> it's like, okay, at least access makes me, like, you know, like, brought back this this life into my, my world and my body and with all the body processing and stuff. And, um, you know, so, so how am I going to go through life? Um, and then, you know, going from this fixed point of view reality, which is so easy, like, when you have more and more and more and more come your way, um, like to really live as the question with it, to to, to right. live beyond conclusion. I would say beyond conclusion comes before living as the question. It's so you know? incredible. <laughs> Can I? I need to give a little example of this beyond conclusion that you're stating, like because you've actually said it several times in this conversation, and I think it's really easy to gloss over it or not really look at yeah how that that applies to us. And I just saw myself this morning, like I've been on this journey of choosing, okay, do I choose to be literally in the question always, or do I conclude? And I think that most of us don't even potentially cognitize the depth of how much we conclude on a oh. daily basis. Yeah, <laughs> Every it's second. huge. It's huge. So yeah. we, were, we were out hiking this morning, and um, we were we're out hiking and we come to this like fork in the track where there's this like gate over one of the tracks, but it's the direction I definitely want to go. Like you could tell like the trees get taller up there and the forest is more amazing. And I was like, immediately I went, Oh, we can't go that way. Conclusion. We can't go that way. And my husband just sort of started going that way. And I wanted to say to him, I was like, babe, we can't go that way. But I didn't say anything. I just started following him and we get right up to the gate. And then you can see off to the side, there's actually a track to walk around the gate. And I realized that the gate was there for vehicles, not for pedestrians. And if I hadn't had 
walked all the way up to the point of choosing, like the choice point of going through the gate or going around the gate, I would have never seen the path to go around it. And I, yeah. and I saw how my conclusion would, I immediately would have eliminated that as a possibility based on not seeing the path around because I literally needed to take a few more steps. Yeah. And so conclusion, and it's just like, it's, oh, that key of conclusion. Like you just keep saying it. And I, I think it's a really big thing to bring up. And I think in the context, I love that how you're bringing up in the context of talking about like the virus of change, <laughs> the virus of doom and gloom, like watch out the virus is going to get you. It's so easy to come to conclusion about what that means. And, and this is where there's so much information out in the world. It was really, you and I actually got the idea to hop on and do this podcast because I had posted a video in a thread that both of us are in mm-hmm. about uh, from a doctor. And I'll actually post that uh, link in the show notes of this podcast to a doctor from Texas talking about the vaccine and da 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 da. And I posted it. And then a woman, like immediately after I posted it, she posted this like contrary, contradicting thing about how the, like, the vaccine is this, that, and the other. And I was like, well, that's really interesting. And then you came in, you chimed in, and you posted this whole other thing. And it was just um, so many different perspectives, so much different information. And you're just sort of like, wow, like, what do I listen to? Where do I go with this? And yeah. that's where the tools of Access Conscious really, really helped me because it's always about, it's always about going with what you know. And the thing is, each and every one of us knows. We can't not know. We are so conditioned to look outside of ourselves for the answer, to look to the authority or the God or the, you know, the person who we think should know more than us or does know more than us, the parent, that yes, they could give us information, but essentially it's down to each and every one of us to know what is true and to make our choices based on our knowing. And that's where coming to conclusion can cloud your knowing because concluding isn't knowing. Concluding is taking a fixed point of view and sticking to it. Knowing is always being open, always being in the question. So you, you know, it's like, I love that you've sort of stated here a couple of times about how there's just so much information coming at all of us all the time about this. And like, where do I go with this? When uh, the whole pandemic thing like erupted last March, my husband and I were in Brazil and my husband is actually a naturopathic doctor. And I turned to him and I was like, wait, what does this mean? Like I started hearing all this stuff and I was like, wait a minute, I need more information. What the heck? So I turned to him and I was like, well, what does this mean? Like what are viruses and how does that actually work? And he like basically told me, he like educated me for a couple of hours and I was like, oh, interesting. And it totally calmed me down because I was like in panic. I was like, shit, I'm going to die. Like it was just like, I'm fucked. No, I totally, totally bought into it for like a day and a half. And I was like, oh my God, I can't travel. He's like, babe, what are you doing? Like, and he explained to me how viruses work. Like, and this is the other big thing. Like when you see people wearing these masks everywhere, like masks can do absolute, the masks that people are wearing, at least, you know, yes, there are masks that can stop viral transmission, but that's not the masks that we're being like mandated to wear everywhere in public. Masks cannot stop viral transmission and so he like taught me that and he taught me a bunch of stuff. And I was like, right, right, right. So it was like this thing, like I had never actually been educated about this. Yeah. And, and you see a lot of people doing a lot of things who aren't really, aren't really educating themselves. So if, and that's not, a, I'm trying not to sound judgy about that, even though I think I am sounding a bit judgy about that. 
I'll just put links to stuff that I've listened to, stuff that I've used to educate myself. That if any of you guys are interested, you might find it interesting. Um, you know, and ultimately, like, and that's sorry. The point of me bringing that up is like last March when everything started going like you know full tilt boogie. I was like, oh, okay, so I'm really gonna have to. I'm either gonna have to freak out and be in total reaction about that there's this issue that my body's going to have, like you experienced when you were first mm. diagnosed, you know, mm. or I'm going to have to start trusting my body. Yeah. I had never yeah. actually, I had never, I had never actually had to fully commit to trusting my body like that before. So how is that, you know? Yeah. It is. So a, tell, it, yeah. Yeah. It is an interesting reality. Cause you know, I think like what a lot of people experience now, I started to experience like 10 years ago. <laughs> Um, and started to live through because I have also gone totally, you know, the other way because so much of it felt heavy. And every time when I would ha go to the hospital, this was prior to access, um, I would just feel like they would, they, I, I got beaten dead, you know, like I would be terrified to meet my doctor. And uh, then I found out about some other alternative protocols because I always look for what else is possible. I didn't have yeah. a depression back then, but I did act like it because <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like I'm not buying this shit. I need some other yeah, shit. To buy. Yeah, like like how did that even show? Like like why? How 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 does it? How did this even show up? So so you know, and that just best of worlds, like you know, like like consciousness and medical reality but then you know consciousness includes everything so that's included too but then i couldn't really combine i wasn't i would say psychologically strong enough or it was just a smart choice for me to actually leave the hospital and say you know what i'm just going to figure this out on my own because you know whole story but you know that might be in the story for for another time uh it's also like you know working on a lot you know releasing a lot more of this st story like for me personally but you know like we know <laughs> As we get into actually diving in now, actually, what the questions I've been asking 10 years ago, I'm seeing come to life in the world. I'm seeing so many people talk about, you know, uh, things virus related that were a mystery for me back then. It was just mm. so hard to find. Um, and, um, you know, I just kept on going. And even with the access tools and the, and the body work and all of that, I was like, you know what? I will take care of everything. You know, that was a great point of view till when it didn't. <laughs> so, you know, landing up in a hospital with two like uh, collapsed lungs is what, mm -hmm. you know, occurred eventually. Yet, what that taught me is to actually really be in allowance of what reality or realities, you know, whether it's mine or whatever, it's not mine or, you know, I am having to deal with it. Um, Whatever that is, I literally spend, I would say, six weeks in the hospital being interesting point of view about everything that that had I that I had chosen or I had neglected my body also in my, I would say, my, you know, adventure into consciousness. Cause, you know, we have to remember that, you know, us living life, you know, is evolution. And when we that is about undoing a lot of the anti-consciousness and unconsciousness while going into true creation like if you start asking questions about you know what else is possible you know there's this molecular you know that 
that you are, and if you ask it again, you know, all of that gets stronger, it does, you know, bring in other possibilities. And it will also show up where you are personally still living the unconsciousness and anti-consciousness. You know, so so much of that is one and a half years because it 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 just got so much more you know clear of also for me personally on for example where am i putting my energy like with you know which people are actually going to create with with their bodies and with their lives and with create i mean like like you you know you will create your reality anyway but if you don't do it actively like if you like acknowledge that you are the chooser the question asker the, the the possibility and the possibility you know receiver also and yeah you know, and what can show up with what your questions are and what your choices are um you know that if you don't do that then this reality will do it for you right so when i was in the hospital i was like oh my god now i'm in the hospital now what because i had all, all these points of view against medication i was totally against doctors all of that and you know, by just pot fucking myself through it. Like I, it was all still so clear, like, you know, even though my body was nearly on its way out, it was just so clear that I had to stay present and I had to create. So it was like, okay, what would it take for all like the, you know, the best medical doctors to show up who embody most consciousness and actually are interested in true creation. Mm-hmm. And, and, like that did show up because you know like one day i had to do with the other doctor and then hmm, something had changed and i had a doctor that i could actually talk to you know that could I, I could actually kind of like i was not talking to a computer you know like basically i was afraid of like the the computer doctors <laughs> like the computer says no 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 mm-hmm. so you know and then what it did it did change so now i have actually I, you know i'm still like my body's still being treated which is going perfectly um, great, actually. Like always my doctor team says, like, you're such a miracle. Like you, A, recovered super fast and how you even got into the hospital, like no one would have ever survived. But so that was also like, you know, what power is in that? Like Mm. so often we just need to create something spectacularly dramatic to prove how powerful we are. (laughs) There might be another, there might be, (laughs) might be another, another podcast you know it's like um so you know and to also like be in the question with medication like i was so resistant i know a lot of people are resistant to 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 many things that come as an external source for our bodies and you know going into like what magic are we in our bodies actually like yeah it's it's, yeah. it's just a whole different possibility if you live from the question you know thank you so much i think you've stated some of the most beautiful like uh, aspects of what consciousness can be and i love that you have applied like that to something that most people would just you know consider fatal or a massive issue or the biggest judgeable offense or, you know, okay, now you're screwed, you know, it's like, that's not true. That's not even remotely um, close to being true for you. And I'm secretly hoping that you start to create some very specific, um, like living with HIV, living with AIDS, access, consciousness, material courses and classes, because I know that there's a lot of people out there who carry this on their shoulders and let's face it like they're 
is there a lot of, you know, when you talk about, when you look at using consciousness to, you know, make things work better, it's usually scoffed at as, <laughs> yeah, you know. it, it was a tough road, Shannon, like really, like I have, you know, for as far as I ever, ever had them, lost most of my friends over this that I used to have. But then again, I was in evolution. So how could things not change? You know, what, what, like, what I remember for me is that I knew something back then. And I had asked for something back then. You know, how, whatever way it shows up, it never shows, change never shows up the way you think or can expect yeah you know and what it did and it's still doing to this day and it will do to will be tomorrow you know and sometimes it's easy sometimes it's 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 not like sometimes it's tough you know like have being confronted with so many fixed ideas to really say the question and really know what you know and say also be willing to say no You know, from all this, am I aware of this? Am I choosing this? And this is one of the things that has gotten really obvious, for, like really evident for me. Am I transforming or mutating this reality with my being and my body? Because mm. if any sort of news of any sort of reality comes into my world, meets my body, what has it asked for? What is it asking for? So basically, even beyond myself, what is consciousness actually, you know, what am I creating with consciousness? What's consciousness creating with me? Because a lot of people shy away from whatever rises up, the feelings they get when they see sorts of news or something that amps up their, their fear. And we all know now, by now, if you've listened to Shannon for a little while, that fear, you know, beyond, beyond the, like, underneath the fear is the potency. Like, if, like nothing ever shows up in our lives that we cannot handle. I, I've heard this many times and I really took it to heart because how much do you want to empower yourself in a world that is not really desiring to empower you? And then, you know, what miracles can actually show up if, um, if we start living from the question beyond conclusion as the yes. choosers we are? F, yes, my brother. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for your beautiful energy. I'm going to link your website in the show notes for those of you guys out there who are interested in um, seeing the kind of classes that Merline facilitates. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Um, um, what else is possible? What else <laughs> the fuck cool. is possible? Yeah, like if there's anything, you know, ever, you know, reach out to me. I'm so curious to what else, you know, we can create um, by ourselves together and um, for, the, Good. for the future. Yeah. And if enough of you guys um, ask Merlin, maybe he'll actually start to create some really incredible sort of like changing the, the, the virus of shame content. <laughs> um, so, so totally. I mean, you know, if we... All we need to remember is like, if we ask the question, if we're willing to ask it, it might show not show up immediately, but it will start coming to life um, in whatever way. And um, <laughs> um, it's an adventure. <laughs> Living life is an adventure. We'll be 
you know, whatever it is and also what we make it. So thank you, Shani, for your, your continuous invitation for more greater and more bold and robust and also more gentle and more soft because that's always, you've been there all along. Thank you, my friend. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find and choose. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes and share this with somebody who you know who might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on shannon-ohara.com or talktotheentities.com. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.